where we're getting to now is that we've seen this for a good 5, 10, 15 years now. All of the easy stuff's already been done. So what we need to do now is to think differently about how do we structure work, who does that work, and really focus on the higher value tasks at the expense of more lower value processes. Welcome to the Future of Finance podcast, where we dive into the powerful disruptors putting the finance function under threat and how companies can turn these into transformational enablers of change. Ever since the time of the Egyptians and Mesopotamians, we have been recording the score, balancing the book and crunching numbers. But has finance actually changed much since then? And where is it going in the future? As part of this series, we will walk you through the main areas of the target operating model for the future finance function and our view on how you can get your function ready for the future. I'm your host, Patrick Akiki, partner at PwC Switzerland, and today I'll be talking with PwC's Stuart Jones, who has helped companies think about their finance transformation journey, preparing them for the future. We will try to understand this issue better and hear practical examples on how companies are rethinking their finance function, strategy, and vision. Hi, Stuart. So why are we talking about this topic now and what makes it relevant for today's decision makers? Hi, Patrick. Well, as you said earlier, the primary roles of finance to record and to report transactions haven't really changed much for quite some time. Of course, there's been change in the way these roles have been delivered due to many factors, but the primary role has remained the same. The increasing complexity of our organizations has kind of offset any technological advancements that we've had. And it's not really fails to change in, in mindset for finance. But today, if we look at some of those external factors, a number of them will start to also impact finance's traditional roles. What specific trends do you have in mind? I'm talking about things such like digital change. Tools are coming onto the market that allow us to automate a lot of manual work, um, all of the repetitive or, or, uh, or routine tasks that would otherwise be delivered by a controlling function. Um, and the second one that comes to mind is the kind of continued demand for greater cost efficiencies. Because it's nothing new to hear that finance needs to do more with less. But I think where we're getting to now is that we've seen this for a good 5, 10, 15 years now. All of the easy stuff's already been done. So what we need to do now is to think differently about how do we structure work, who does that work, and really focus on the higher value tasks at the expense of more lower value processes. Trends such as these will force organizations to really rethink their operations and the roles they really need in-house. Many of these more traditional finance tasks will fall away from the service portfolio of a finance function in our view. What's then left for finance function to do? CFOs are really now at a critical juncture to, to think about whether they want to oversee this shrinking service portfolio, along with the shrinking status in the organization, or pivot towards a more crucial role in the business. Faced with these existential decisions, we believe CFOs will make dramatic changes to the structure and the operating model of finance functions, and that will really help them get fit for the future. Huh, right. But I mean, this sounds like a lot. So many changes happening all at once, so many interconnected factors. So Stuart, is there some way to simplify what these external trends will lead to? So what do you think the outcome will be? You're right. Um, whilst these trends are definitely interconnected, um, they definitely add to the complexity. Uh, we, we envisage three kind of hallmarks, if you like, of the future finance function that we think will emerge as a result of all of these trends coming together. 
we think number one, modular steering models with interchangeable elements will come to the fore. So you'll be able to pull out and put in individual microservices within the finance function. We think the operating models within finance will need to become a little bit more sensitive and adaptive to, to factors outside of finance. So pulling in data from other areas, thinking about the business and how it all comes together. And we think deliver, to deliver on this, finance really needs to start to make use of, of new technologies and new ways of working. Because, of course, it's not just about technology, it's also about the people. Got it. I'm sure everyone who's listening will also think this seems amazing. But the next question then will be, how can we actually implement these hallmarks? This is what you said, correct? Into our finance function to be prepared for the future. So how do you actually talk about this on a practical level with your clients? It's, it's actually a really difficult task because what we're asking people to do is completely rethink the way in which they work and the way that they've been used to working over a number of years. Um, it's especially true for finance. It's been providing business critical services, so there's no real kind of down period where you can start to, to change the way that you work. Um, and it's been doing that for such a long time. But what we have seen is that to push past a company's entrenched values and, and views and bias, what they must do first is to become very introspective and to start asking themselves some tough questions about what kind of role they actually want to play uh, within a business and what their vision is. Once they do that, they can start to build coherent strategic plans and start to think about the operational changes that, uh, that really make change happen. So what kind of questions would those be? We think that the questions can be categorized into five different areas, which we call the five fundamentals of finance strategy. The first is about defining the finance engagement model, asking yourself whether you see finance steering the business um, or just uh, scoring and just, just kind of following the business and liking it. Um, and then thinking within that, depending on your answer to that first question, are you really ready to invest in that profound change that needs to happen to, to pivot towards more of an insight function? Shifting the purpose of finance uh, requires a significant shift in not only skills, but also infrastructure. Um, and one of our projects was with a global bank that really wanted to future-proof their finance function. And we helped them across that entire transformation effort. And it was key with this client uh, that we initially had to identify the areas where the change program was going to benefit and where it was going to benefit not only finance, but also other functions. So they could start thinking about how do they provide value to the broader uh, business. And this allowed finance to really emerge as the driving force behind digital transformation across the business. So Stuart, if I don't or someone or some of my client doesn't envision finance as a steering the business? Well, if your vision doesn't include that, you should be upfront about it. Um, you rather envision finance as an execution-only function, and that entails some, some decisions you need to make about how you invest in the function itself. The focus of your strategy will necess uh, necessarily then be more on cost-cutting, standardization, and lean processes, making sure that you make it as lean, as mean, as efficient as, as possible. Um, it'll, of course, mean lower levels of investment as opposed to more of an insight function. But in our view, it also delivers lower, lower value and leaves some value on the table. Uh, finance could, could really uh, play a bigger part. You know, cost-cutting and standardizations are also overarching trend, correct? Yeah, that's, that's right. And due to those trends, I think it's fairly clear by this point that it will lead to much of the current manual and repetitive tasks becoming automated. It's such an important topic that we believe it deserves its own area, which is our second of the five fundamentals. CFOs really need to start asking themselves how they will use technology to augment finance processes and the finance professional of the future, of course, and whether they're willing to go through all of the effort and investment required 
to standardize processes so that they can then be automated. Um, we've, we've seen that while companies know that automation is coming, it doesn't necessarily mean that the company's ready to make that leap, uh, both on a strategic level and an operation level. You're, you're absolutely right. And as you know, automation, of course, does not happen overnight. Even if we know that where the finance function is heading, there has to be a roadmap, a clear roadmap with clear milestones to move towards that. And it has to be done step by step. Absolutely. Once there's an understanding and commitment towards automation, there needs to be an upfront investment in resources, in training, in software packages, all of which needs to be factored into your budget and planning. We work with a global broadcaster who is going through a similar sort of challenge to this. And they really need to make sure that their finance function and their procurement processes were fit for, for new business models of the digital environment and digital economy. We conducted an end-to-end -end review of their systems and processes, um, and then we helped them standardize and to eliminate obsolete or inefficient processes. We used our knowledge of SAP and cloud leading practices to help understand what the future, future process requirements were, um, and this was then fed into our assessment approach. You mentioned already two major elements. What would be the third fundamental that you mentioned at the beginning? So the third fundamental is how finance processes are delivered. So looking at the operations of the, of the function itself. Leadership teams should be thinking about what control they need over the day-to-day -day processes and the operations of the function. Okay, so you're saying that there needs to be these big investment and transformation initiatives rolled out across company. That probably isn't the right choice for everyone or everyone should enroll in such journeys. What no, do you think? Absolutely, I think it's, uh, it really does differ from company to company. Um, the question that companies need to ask themselves is, is it better for us to simply optimize what we have in-house, but keep everything in-house? Or do we start thinking about farming out more processes to a third party, be that the more traditional structure of a, a shared service center, or something even more dramatic, so such as a, a managed service model or something like that, finding a, an outsourcing provider who can really provide much of the day-to-day -day work. Managed service arrangements like these can free up a lot of in-house function to give more resources into those high-value insight-driving processes. And that's what the, the real goal of, of a managed service outsourcing model is. It gives more freedom and flexibility for the in-house staff to do the more insight-generating uh, tasks. In one of our engagements, um, this time it was with an engineering firm, the finance team recognized that digitalization was going to have an incredible impact on their function. Um, and they wanted to capitalize on the opportunities this provided. It wasn't just a defensive move. It was more of a, uh, an offensive strategic play to make sure finance was ready for this future. Uh, but they realized that it couldn't just come from within. And they needed to work with an independent partner who could give them that view of what others were doing within that context. So we helped them looking at the organizational structure, looking at peers, how are others doing it, looking at other providers in the market, and to help them build that new operating model that was fit for the future. We're talking about lots of transformation and lots of change here. There's no doubt we will embrace a huge change management journey across the organization. How would you consider approaching this yep. with your clients? Change management is absolutely critical when thinking about such a fundamental overhaul. In fact, we've seen many clients be unsuccessful with their change programs. They invest a lot of money with great plans, great operations, um, great transformational journeys. But if they don't look at their people as well, then that change it lasts maybe six months and then they start to move back towards the, the old way of doing things. Uh, so the only way you can make change stick is you really need to have a big focus on your people. So finance teams need to ask themselves how much of this change program 
will be delivered by the current skill set within the, the workforce. How do we bring our finance teams into that new world so they're ready to embrace change and ready to embrace the new technologies? So keeping in mind the answer to those previous questions around the operations, around the vision, we need to start thinking things about what skills do we need? How do we train our people towards them? Do we have e-learnings? Do we have external providers provide trainings? Those kind of things. How do we recruit the right talent? Are we looking in the right talent pools? Typical finance professionals are pulled from, from business schools and these sorts of things. Is that still the right place to get our staff? Or do we need to start looking in, in other areas? As part of our work with that previous broadcaster that I mentioned, a key component was identifying with leadership the new ways of working. So what are those new skills? What are those new pools of talent that they should be fishing in? Um, and, and making sure that they were bringing the right people into the finance organization to really make sure it would be a function of choice for future employees. Indeed, lots of challenges related to employees and people. But if we go back to what we were saying at the beginning about the historical role of finance as being the number cruncher, I mean, is there something in the history that can also be leveraged for future of this function? Or are we talking about starting from scratch here? That's a really good question because I, I think it's often, as often with, with change journeys, it's, it's iterative. We can't just completely wipe the slate clean and forget about everything that's gone in the past. So if we want to think about the historical role and, uh, and, and how, that has, how that will influence the future of finance, well, obviously, the, the, the finance function has become the natural hub of, of finance data, of business information. And it's been very, very, it has very, very strong capabilities in crunching those numbers and providing insights to the business. Yeah, now, data, as we know, is, of course, one of the most important strategic assets today in this digital environment. But until now, it's only been limited to that internal financial data. Uh, what companies now need to ask themselves is how much of that data generated across the whole business should be used by finance. So how can we add information from marketing, from operational units, from front office areas to augment and to improve that initial financial data to give us new insights, to unlock new insights and, and information about how the business is running? If we think about all the touch points for data collection, there's this huge opportunity for finance to rethink how it can gather that data, how it can collect and store, and then drive insights from that, that data more effectively. And with that, we have our five fundamentals of finance strategy. Number one, we think about whether finance should be the engine room of the ship or on the bridge. Number two, we think about the level of automation and standardization that finance is prepared to invest in. Number three, we should consider whether internal shared service centers really are the best place for the day-to-day -day finance tasks in an automated world. Number four, we need to question whether skills and capabilities within finance can really drive the function forward and identify those skills that will be needed for the future function. And then number five, decide how data will be integrated into the finance function. We think going through these five questions is a really important first step to preparing the finance function strategy that is fit for the future. Thanks a lot for the interesting chat, Stuart. I'm personally very excited for the changes that are happening within the finance function at the moment, and I'm looking forward to exploring what comes next. And thank you to the listeners of our podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to the series through your favorite podcasting app. We'll be coming back with you soon to talk about how you can embrace the strategy and vision and start implementing it. This podcast is brought to you by PwC.